0: I got something I, I want to share with you guys real quick before we move on. There's been some questions raised, and I, you know, I've always put it out there to you guys. If you've got questions, you need answers to, you know, to just ask me, and I'll do my best to answer them. You know, I've, I've recently been accused, I guess, of uh, you know not keeping it real with you guys, and you know, publishing an alternative narrative. You know, that fits my comfort zone. I'm going to be honest with you right up front, you know, I damn sure will never adopt the narrative of the people who put me in here and did this to me. That's the state attorney's narrative. That's the detective's narrative. That's not mine. So I want to address as best I can some of the issues that's been brought up. First off, I've never hid the fact that I was arrested for an unrelated case. The case at the the Freedom Gas Station, that was nothing more than uh, smoke and mirrors. Nothing to do with the murder of Bill Little was used as nothing more than if a vehicle to sling mud on me and make me look like you know a bad guy in the eyes of the jury. You know, and, and I know it had nothing to do with the murder of our gas station. So I choose not to go down that rabbit hole. And it's not because I'm trying to deceive you or I'm trying to keep anything from you. It just has nothing to do with it important fact about that case is that the guy who committed the crime, he pled guilty to it. He testified in front of a grand jury, did the crime by himself. He didn't give me any of the money. You know, he, he it was his idea. Nobody knew what he was what he was doing. And which was in opposite of what the state theory was, but you know they charged me with it anyways. And they dropped the charges, and they charged me again, and they dropped the charges. So you know, there's a lot of legal issues going on there, and I'm just—it has nothing to do with the murder of Bill Little. So I, I just choose not to go down that rabbit hole. It's not that I'm trying to hide anything; it just has nothing to do with it. It's been said that I've soft-shooted or that I've—I've I've sugar-coated it when it comes to my co-defendant Susan. And you know what? Maybe I have. There's two Susans to consider. You know, the one who in in 1999 was a mother of four living her best life ever in Tennessee with her husband and her kids. You know, they had a good thing going. Carl had him in a little a little plumbing business and out of the blue here comes uh, Dan Kent and Rick Barkus. you know, the destroyer of lives, threatening her, you know, we're gonna we're gonna charge you with murder, you know, we think you committed this. We think you were driving a car. You're gonna go to prison. We're gonna take your kids. You know, there's that Susan who out of, I'm sure, pure fear and terror, had some pretty shitty things to say about me. She was none too kind to me when those assholes showed up and wrecked her life. You know, I've got her statements. I've got her tape recordings, you know. And that Susan is not the Susan that I want to introduce you guys to. I don't care about that Susan. The one that matters to me and the one that that I want you guys to know about is the Susan who, when it mattered, she chose the truth over her own life. You know, her, she, she refused to lie about me in the face of a life term in prison, and 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 all all of that that shit that was going on in her life. She she was in she was in, in jail, a pregnant woman. You know, under all that extreme and total pressure. She stood in solidarity with me. She could, have, she could have absolutely jumped on the bandwagon and just been another Karen Strong or Bill Gavis or you know, Ed Hammond or, or Randy Howard, but she chose not to. And she, she put her life on the line and stuck to the truth. And that's the Susan that, that I think matters. And that's the one I want to I want to introduce you guys to. And, and this is something that's really important to me, and, and I really want to hear from you guys. Which one do you think matters? Which one do you think you'd want to know the most? So have I saw shoot it on? Or have I protected her? I don't know. I, I think the only one that matters is, is the one who uh, refused to, to testify against me and put her life on the line. I think that's the only one that matters. I talked to my ex-wife yesterday about this and she uh, she talked to Susan after she got out of jail and I asked her you know what the hell Susan what was going on and she said that Susan broke down and was crying and she was telling her how sorry she was and she was just so scared and she didn't know what to do and and uh, you know and, and and she did what she did but I'll tell you what I don't care when it mattered she stayed tree to tree. And, and, and that's the Susan I want you guys to know about so Susan would ever be in a car together. Let me me be completely honest about this, right? Her brother testified, Tim testified, that he took us to the Freedom Gas Station, then he took us to the Clark Gas Station, then he took us to Brian Whitmer's house. And I'm telling you, that never happened. Tim Powell never gave me a ride that I remember anywhere. He never took me to the Clark Gas Station and took me to Brian Whitmer's house, that never happened. So when I say that never happened, I'm not saying that I was never in a car with Susan Powell. There were many, she was my sister-in-law, she was married to my wife's brother, we were family. I'm sure there are dozens of times that we were in a car together. Susan and I was never in a car together on March 31st, 1991. When Bill Little was murdered, and that's all that really matters. So, if I've given the impression that me and Susan would never be in a car together, then you know I, I, I was I was wrong about that. We've been in a car together probably dozens of times, and that's the fact. Tim Powell never gave us a ride to the Clark gas station. He never gave us a ride to to Brian Whitmer's house. That didn't happen. So, you know, hopefully, I I, I clear that I've cleared that up. You know, me and Susan weren't friends. Some people don't believe that. Those of you that that knew us, you know it's true. If you don't believe me, then I, I you know, if you want to know anything about Susan or her relationship with me or anything like that, hit my ex wife up on Facebook, Tammy Snow, her husband Carl, Carl Claycomb, hit him up on Facebook. You probably get some nuggets of information from, you know, my her on Melissa Fowler she's probably not going to appreciate that uh, you know I put her out there like that but hit her up if you if you don't believe me I got one last thing I'd like to say about Susan and that is you know that she's my hero and I know that some people may not see her like that but but, but I do you know and, and I think that uh I'm the one with the right to call her that you know she's my hero and she always will be and it it breaks my heart to think that you know she's uh, she's no longer with us and that's really all, all, all I really have to say about Susan there's been some back and forth about Mary burns right so let me let me uh, let me clear that up we did an episode on Mary Mary testified that we had a conversation where I told her that me and Susan were out you know as we've we put all that up there so you, you know, you, you all can check that out. That conversation never happened. I testified that I never talked to Mary, and let me be crystal clear about it. I never talked to Mary about the conversation that she testified about. It never happened, right? Did I ever have a conversation with Mary Burns in the county jail? She was the officer who was assigned to the pod you know five days a week and he did roll the toilet paper guess what i had to get it from mary Byrne. so i'm sure we had many conversations in the county jail about what i don't know but did we have the conversation that she testified hell no it never happened so i, I hope i've cleared that up i appreciate you guys indulging me in this when somebody has a question i have to answer She wasn't very really happy about the way we portrayed her. You know, I want to tell you, I want to tell you myself, you know, I'm, you know, I apologize if you don't like the way we portrayed you. We tried to get you to come on on the program. We still want you to come on the program. You reached out to us and you said that you wanted to clear some stuff up, and you wanted to, you know, you wanted to come on there and you wanted to talk to us. And the door is open. You know, the door is open. More than welcome to come. We want to hear from you. I think the people who are listening to the podcast want to hear what you got to say. So come on there and tell us what was going on back in that time frame, and we'd love to hear from you. So you know, that's pretty much all I really want to say to you all. I hope everybody's safe out there, and, and, and you're all staying COVID-free. Tammy Alexander is getting over her her bout with the COVID. She's back. So I'm hoping that, you know, we can, uh, you know, get back on track and, and, uh,